At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on VSIN's primetime action live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Football free agency in full swing, but so is Major League Baseball with their free agency uh, sort of abbreviated window. It is in full throttle, and to help us along and to help us navigate through it all, it's our buddy, our long-lost buddy, the play-by-play voice of the Los Angeles Angels, also a studio host, of course, at the MLB Network. It's Matt Vaskersian. How you doing, man? Good to be with you guys. Good to be talking about you know baseball instead of labor language that none of us really knew about anyway, and that stuff was, was hellishly boring. Oh, it was terrible. Let me ask you a question. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, it was reported today, fractured his wrist during the offseason, headed for surgery, could come with a recovery time of up to three months. Is it bad if when he was asked, um, when did the motorcycle accident occur, if he responded, which one? Yeah, yeah, that's making the rounds. Um, I'd say it's bad. But do you remember a time, and I think Gil is a long-suffering Giants fan. You have the depth to remember the famous Jeff Kent uh, wash your car incident. Yes. Uh, You know, there was a time when teams could dictate off-season activities for players in terms of creating a do-not-do list uh, in their deal. And when you pay a guy $350 million dollars, don't you think you should be able to dictate that you don't ride motorcycles or do hella skiing or, you know, surfing amongst sharks or whatever else guys like to do in the winter months? <laughs> Sounds logical to me. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's bad. It's very bad. Matt, we see a, a trade go through late last night where Josh Donaldson moves over 
to the Yankees. And we've seen, you know, listen, he's still got some pop in that bat, that lineup there for New York. Is this is this is this a thing him moving in there or is this like kind of on the steep decline part of his career? Yeah, I, you know, that's a great question. I mean, I, I don't think Josh Donaldson's ever a guy that you can count out because he has a, a want in his game that's uh, freakish. Um, I think they were ready to cut ties with Gary Sanchez behind the plate on a number of levels. When you invest the kind of money, and we're going back two off seasons now, that the Yankees did in Garrett Cole, and there's a disconnect between the number one guy on your staff and the guy behind the plate defensively. It was the it was the little dirty secret that nobody really wanted to talk about. Guys didn't like throwing to Gary Sanchez. And if they had to clear the decks there by taking on the Donaldson money, hoping he still has a little gas left in the tank, I get it. And now we're even, it's making more sense now, these moves, as we see the A's and, and Braves do this deal, this loathsome deal if you're an A's fan, sending Matt Olson back to his hometown. Um, it all makes sense that Freddie Freeman is going to sign with the Dodgers. The Yankees aren't going to get him because they probably wouldn't have done this and taken on the Donaldson money if they were. Uh, and it's clear that Freddie Freeman isn't going to go back to the Braves now. So it's starting to play out in front of our very eyes in drips and drabs, and we're seeing it in three separate moves. Uh, maybe you could help me understand this, Matt, because it, it feels to me, this is another trade that happened today, it feels to me like the Reds are sort of punting on the season and the Mariners made themselves a deal today. Cincinnati uh, getting Justin Dunn, Brandon Williamson, and Jake Fraley. Fraley is a uh, is someone that people like. But the Mariners get Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez. Jesse Winker, there's only six hitters uh, that have a higher R, uh, weighted RC+. plus than him in the last, uh, since the beginning of 2020. And their names, by the way, are Soto, Harper, Tatis Jr., Guerrero Jr., Freeman, and Corey Seager. Um, Are the Mariners not a sneaky little playoff pick, especially with the expanded playoffs now? For sure, for sure. I mean, look, they were close last year. They went down to the last weekend. Um, You know, their their starting staff took a little bit of a hit in free agency, but getting the two players that you mentioned and Suarez can slide right into third base. Now that uh, the older Seager has hung him up, what they needed last year was an additional middle of the order presence, presumably a DH outfield is fine. And Jesse Winker gives him that. I like the Mariners a lot. The West is weird this year, the AL West, because I don't get all the chalk, with the Astros. They're good. If they bring back Carlos Correa, they're even better. Um, but, but that it's a little, it's too short for them in that division. I mean, the angels are still a wild card, depending on what else they do with their pitching staff. Oakland is a punt regrettably, just the, the same way we saw Addy punting. I mean, everybody's going to be out of town there shortly, which is unfortunate, but that's what the A's do. They cycle down then they cycle up. And unfortunately they're in one of those downward modes. Matt, what do we make of, of of the Blue Jays here? I mean, they've, you know, Barrios, Gosman, Ryu. I mean, you got three kind of frontline-ish guys there in the rotation finally. Vlad, Biggio, Bichette, obviously, Gurriel, Springer, Grichik, and whoever else they might sign. I mean, I know they're still minimally in on on maybe Freddie Freeman and stuff like that. I mean, is this is this a legitimate? Are we finally to the point now where it's no longer the baby Jays? Are we like, are we now a, a legitimate World Series contender here? Full-grown Jays. Yeah, grown-up grown up men Jays. Uh, I would totally back that. And uh, don't sleep on, you say, Kikuchi, too, that they added uh, among starters. Here's something really interesting with the Jays. And I don't know how to get my hands around this one yet. But if Canada doesn't open up its borders 
to non-vaccinated athletes, there are a handful of high-profile star players in that division that won't be able to join their teams to play at Rogers Center. And I'm not, I'm not at liberty to tell you who I think or know isn't vaccinated, um, but there's a big homestand that they've got at the end of the month with Boston, Houston, and the Yankees. The Yankees and, and Red Sox in particular, I mean, if you can steal some games from them early on mm. because they're able to travel the full squad, that's a potentially huge big deal, and that's going to be an interesting thing to follow over the next few weeks. Well, we're going to find out who they are if, in fact, <laughs> in fact, they go up to Rogers Center uh, and uh, have some absences, that's for sure. Let me ask you a question about next year, because to me, this is, from a betting standpoint, maybe the most interesting thing, which is, uh, we're going to see if they negotiate in a a pitch clock, which would be 14 seconds uh, with no runners on base, would be 19 seconds in between pitches with a runner or more on base. And I'm curious if you believe that that may have as big of an impact on on the game as anything, just in terms of pitcher fatigue and the fact that, you know, let's take a closer that throws 100 miles per hour, that they won't be able to circle the mound casually in between pitches. They'll actually have to get back up there and fire away. You got to hang a pitcher too, right? Like in that situation, do, do you think there might be a, sort of a, a run production spike because of that alone? You know, it's interesting. I heard you talking about this um, on a number game the other day, Gil, and you, you brought up a pretty good point. And as you discussed it that day and as you just went through it again, the guy that I see in my brain, in my mind's eye, is Jose Alvarado of the Phillies. I mean, he is he is um, 45-plus seconds between pitches with a guy on in high-leverage situations. It's It's so tedious to watch. And then he'll fire off a 102-mile-an-hour aspirin tablet that won't come close. But he'll get a strikeout. He might walk him loaded, but he'll strike out the side. That's the kind of outcome that I think the league is trying to shrink. Um, guys that take too long on the mound are just as guilty as the long uh, play time as the, the really smart defensive shifts that are also going to be going away. But to your point on maybe a spike in offensive numbers – there might be something to that because there are closers in particular that need that blow. They need that moment. Not all of them, but a lot of guys are, are, are victims of that. Matt, we got a lot of guys that like to bet, you know, the futures bets and certainly typically the, the Cy Young is something a lot of people like to have in their accounts. We know the short shots in, in both leagues, but you know, Jacob DeGrom's the, the shortest shot in the national league coming off a major injury here. Is there somebody else outside of DeGrom? And I mean, listen, I'm a guy that had a, I think it was a plus 250 on DeGrom last year or something, like the most ridiculously short shot there was and thought I was cashing it until, until he got hurt. But is there somebody else on the National League side that, and maybe even one of someone that's a little bit longer that you kind of saw some flashes from last year and if there's just a, a little bit of variance go their way and a little bit of a tweak here that, that they can make a run at that? Yeah, man, that's such a good question. And I really haven't uh, done my own deep dive on Cy Young yet. I would say this just from, a, from a, afar – that whatever the short shot is on DeGrom, you have to have some exposure to him. He's different than everybody else. He's just, he's worth the short odds. Uh, if you find somebody in the middle of the pack you like, and I, I'm a fan of finding guys that have changed something one season to the next. And the reason I like Corbin Burns last year so much is because he added a cutter that not too many people knew about in the off season prior to the 2020 COVID year. 
And those kind of changes make a big difference in a guy's game. Um, I'd also say this, and I, I'll share this with you guys, because I know that you like the analytics stuff too. Uh, I talked to Liam Hendricks today, and he said something that I just can't get over that was fascinating. We, I, we were talking to him about like the best places for him to pitch, his favorite ballparks. And he said the trop in St. Pete. And we asked why. And he said, because analytically, he gets three extra inches of extension on his four-seam fastball off that mound. Wow. The MLB now were just lapping this up. So we did some looking into of our own. And as a, as a ballpark, the highest average extension for right-handed pitchers that throw four-seam fastballs is at that ballpark, that mound. And it's six and a half inches, six and a half inches of extra extension from the time the ball is released to when it gets on a hitter. That's fascinating. Now, we know all these distances are supposed to be normalized. It's supposed to be the same ballpark to ballpark. And there was a time not too long ago when that was not the case. Whatever they've done in Tampa, whether it's the background, whether it's the slope of the mound, the pitch off the mound, it's different. And guys like to pitch there. So I guess the long answer to your question is find a Tampa Bay Ray who you think has a chance to get 120 innings of work and throw a dart there. That is an outstanding answer. That is fascinating. You're the Angels play-by-play guy. Play-by-play guy. We only have 10 seconds. This is a playoff team this year. Yes, no. Yes, this is the year. One more starter playoff team. Yes. Okay, Matt. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Matt Vaskersian, everybody, uh, the best in the business with the MLB Network, a play-by-play guy for the Angels. Thrilled to have him on the show. We'll come back. We'll update all the scores next, right here on Veasan's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip. Right here in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Hey, don't forget, uh, drink smooth, draft smart, make it count, compete free this March with the Whiskey and Wind Series presented by Jack Daniels. Play an eight free contest for your shot at a share of $24,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Jack Daniels now to join the action. Jack Daniels, make it count, 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. <laughs> Shane McClanahan. <laughs> so as, as soon as we talked to Vaskersian, Matt's racing to see what Tampa Bay Ray might be a viable bet for Cy Young. And apparently McClanahan was bet down already to 15 uh, uh, to 1. I mean, Shane yeah. McClanahan's already 15 to 1. Vaskersian, how many guest spots you've done today, man? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. People, people probably saw that interview and were like, yeah. I got to bet McClanahan. got to bet him. I mean, but it is a fascinating little tidbit. It, by the way, it feels, I mean, good, it feels good, like the Rays' fingerprints are all over that. Nice betting drops by him on that, and then what? The Blue Jays are early on. That's uh, that's big. That Blue Jays thing is actually yeah. fairly large. Yes, because that's like if if you have a my girlfriend is from Canada. If you have anybody you know in your life who's from Canada, getting in and out for just a common human being is such a pain in the ass. It is so difficult. Well, and that's what you know, like the NBA, NBA players all the time. There's always there's always this perception that that the, you know, the altitude and everything of Denver and Salt Lake City that they never you never want to go there. NBA players whenever they get pulled on this, it's always Toronto where they don't want to go because of what you're talking about. Yeah, that it's just the the flights and the customs and everything you have to go through is such a process and yeah. takes so long that it, that it becomes the most annoying road trip. Well, it's like we said when the NBA said, remember it was listen when you you go travel to Toronto if you're unvaccinated you won't be able to make that trip, and so we were at the time we we said oh well we'll find out who's unvaccinated. We're going to find out what Matt's saying. He's not at yeah. liberty to tell us, but we'll find out soon enough who yeah. on the Red Sox, who on the Yankees. And I believe the Astros was the other one he mentioned, who is unvaccinated by that trip to Toronto. I'll tell you, man, we, you go down this, and it, I forgot that they signed Gosman. So, Gosman, Barrios, Ryu. So, you got like one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Then you got Manoa, who was a, is a huge prospect for them, got a lot of starts last year. So, this is like, this isn't like a rookie year for him. Like, this is like a guy coming into a second year. Who are we talking about now? Alec Manoa, who Manoa. a huge, that huge was their prospect, prospect for the, yeah, yeah. Huge, so he's not your number four starter. Who was their other big prospect that was like huge a couple years ago when he started? Oh, now the name's escaping me. Someone listening will know, but there was another big Blue Jays pitching yeah, that prospect. He, yeah, and he threw like 700 miles an hour or whatever. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He threw like two, 200 miles an hour. Country hard. Um, so, so, so you've got this, and then like, Again, at catcher, Alejandro Kirk has been a – if you follow any of these guys in, that are huge prospects, like another – that's why this Blue Jays team has been – people have been talking about them for the last five years because they just had this huge farm system and now all these guys are up. Kirk got some experience last year, so he's coming in experienced. Young guy, but yes, a super, super talented guy. We already know what Vlad Guerrero can do. We know what Kevin Biggio can do. We know what Bo Bichette can do. Then you go to that outfield where you got Guriel Springer, and Grichik. We all know – we know about those three guys. Mm-hmm. And then Teoscar Hernandez is likely to be your DH there. And, I mean, 
they got legitimate starters, and if these young guys continue to produce like they did last year or even better, take a step from where they were last year. Nate Pearson was the guy I was yeah, thinking of. Yeah, and yeah. he was like 103 or something. Yeah. He was like 104. Um, I, might, I, might, I might make my first uh, little, little futures bet. I think, uh, I think uh, Vasquez might have talked me into one, too. So they are plus 190 to win the AL East and 91 and a half wins on the win total. Yeah, I had them at 200 to one a couple years back. It was a little ahead of the baby Jays curve. They were a little too baby at the time. But now they're, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, first of all, how again, we'll say it again, how many bats can you possibly have? Yes. Because I don't, not all those guys can be in their, in their future plans. Well, and the thing is, as we just read, there, there is at least interest in Freddie Freeman, oh, yeah. and and if they can't get him, if he does just want to go home and play for the Dodgers, then there's there's interest in other guys out there as well. So I mean, this isn't like it's this isn't like they're going to stop here. I don't think. You well, so Hunjin Ryu will be solid. You know, I worry about Gaussman, who had this unbelievable year with the Giants. I wonder if he'll go back to that horrible nightmare when he was back in the AL East with Baltimore, where nothing ever seemed to like, he never seemed to realize his potential. I wonder if there's some regression back to that. They've got him slotted in, you know, as their number one guy. I don't know. Yeah, I think at their peak, Barrios is is better than Gossman no matter what. You know, like if they're both at their A level. Um, I would think regression certainly is going to set in because that was a that was a really big outlier for him. There's no such thing as Blue Jays magic. It's called Giants magic for a reason. <laughs> right, right. And that ballpark certainly helps any yes. pitcher that um, that that enters the uh, enters the mounds there. So yeah, it's it's. But that being said, all that being said, you got Brios, you got Ryu, Manoa maybe takes a step up. This guy's only tw- I think 23 or 24, something like that. Slated right now, I think their fifth starter is stripling. But as you mentioned, I mean they've got other guys in in the in the farm system that might could come up and do something as well. So I'm um I'm interested in this team. I think. Thing about that 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 point that Vaskersian makes though is with those games with those series front loaded and the non vaccination thing, it's not like you can wait for the Blue Jays to have a swoon early and mm-hmm. then bet them at a better yeah. number. Yeah, you almost with that have yeah, to you have get to bet it early. Now. Yeah. And and also the like a win total bet is probably a, a win sm- total bet is a smarter bet than like don't go run to bet the division odds or something yeah. like that maybe. I mean I would I, I mean you could do both but you know I'm just saying if you're looking for sexier numbers for like American League kind of thing Angels and Mariners sixteen to one twenty two to one the Mariners are twenty two to one is really interesting. But the Blue Jays to win the American League are just are plus four seventy five. Yeah. Like it's like it's not really you want you want I mean, ahead of anything. You can find point. a plus two hundred. Just I mean to win the AL East. Obviously the AL East stacked, right. but but we're gonna get a full one hundred sixty two games, right? So it's not like it's not like there's a smaller sample size this year. Getting in all the games, I'm just gonna say this again in in advance: the Rays and the Giants, <clears throat> the American and National Leagues, respectively to me, are still the smartest organizations in baseball. And those teams, I will never scoff at you for betting on either of those teams in different markets. So I think you always have to use those teams as an anchor. Look at Jokic, by the way. 81-77 Sixers, 155 left. We'll update all the scores. You want to update the scores after the break, Kelly, or no? No, we, uh, we got Mr. Eric, Mer- Mr. Dr. Oh, Eric. So why don't you update on. all the scores? Yeah, let's do it right yeah. now. 
Uh, yeah, we've got uh, over in Zubat's prop got home, by the way, so that's really all I care there about. There you go. But, you know. Winner video. Winner video. Yeah, you can fire that up, Jeremy. Well, I get fire it. Fire it Anytime. There you go. Zoo carrying the He's got 22 points right on rebounds. Pretty nice. Easy. Easy winner. Not really. Had to wait until the fourth quarter. Tight game, by the way. Yeah, that is 106-105 Cleveland right now. 31 seconds left. They're figuring out something at the table right now. Cavaliers challenge. I don't know what they're challenging, but they're challenged. Through the flag. Hawks up on the Trailblazers, 89-84. Fourth quarter just about to start. Hawks, nine and a half point live favorites, 228 and a half live total. Sixers up on the Nuggets, 84-77. One minute remaining in the third. Sixers, seven and a half and 220 and a half. Hornets up on the Thunder, 75-66. to 66, Nine minutes remaining in the third quarter of that game. Hornets, 12.5-point live favorites, 240.5, the live total. Timberwolves lead the Spurs, 56-54. Still five minutes left in the second quarter of that game. Timberwolves, 3.5-point live favorites, 255.5, the live total. Over on the NHL side. Still just the one game in progress tonight. Coyotes lead the Senators 3-2, second intermission. Coyotes minus 265 live. Senators plus 190, 7.5 the live total, juiced to the under. NBA and NHL, I feel like they really didn't do a great job of scheduling this year where, you know, like NHL, you're not going to have many days this week where you're going to be paid attention to. Mm-hmm. Tonight would have been a good night to load up games, it feels like, night. but what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the NBA and NHL, I feel like I've done that multiple times this year. It's like, what are you doing? Hey. Was, it, was it the Super Bowl where the NBA had like a bunch of games on Super Bowl Sunday? We came in here the day after it. It was like, oh, there's three games going on. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like, okay, so there's selection show and another Sunday, and then they, they start with March Madness on Thursday. So we have a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Block. Let's just have one game. Just one game. Yeah, that's good enough. Just one. Man. It's a big time game. Coyotes and Senators, right? A big time game. Massive game. <laughs> you know that, man. Big game. Absolutely. Yeah. Huge. Um, I had We had two tennis picks, but we forgot to put them in. So. Oh, yeah. What you got? I got them. Well, one of them, uh, one of them has already started. Oh. Uh, Jensen Brooksby against uh, Stefano Stitsabas. Is, By the is way, he perhaps see, losing? Could, they, could someone get in live? Oh, he is losing. He is losing three love. <laughs> so, <laughs> so someone could, could get, get in you live. You get a better, better number than Gil, but maybe yeah. you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Casper Rude over Nick Kyrgios later. Those two have some beef from back in the day. Uh, Kyrgios seemingly having beef with a lot of guys. But I got Casper Rude at minus 123. That has yet to start. By the way, Medvedev lost to uh, Monfi today. Slower hard courts, though. So not completely a surprise. But that was the big uh, upset of the day over there at Indian Wells. Another uh, tournament that we should have been at. think so. Just saying. Still, still not just pure futures posted for that tournament. So confused by that. Very strange. Dr. Mr. Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus next on Visa's Primetime Action. You are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back by popular demand, the VSIN Help Desk has returned. Danny Burke uh, on duty tonight, fielding your phone calls with a visor on. Our writers, hosts, and experts are here to answer your questions on all things college basketball. The VEASAN Help Desk is here for you, not only for the big dance, but on the NIT, CBI, and CIT, too. Submit your questions at VEASAN.com slash madness, and it could be answered by our experts on air on VEASAN.com. 
What do you mean what I think the toughest bracket is? Call me back later. Yeah, see, you called the wrong guy. <laughs> With the old-timey voice. <laughs> yeah, Dan, Danny's doing it in Chicago tonight. Yep. <laughs> sure, I think Baylor's the weakest number one seed. What do you think? That kind of thing. He'll argue with you about the best pizza as well. (laughs) He'll argue with you about that. Deep dish. Is it it Chicago or is it elsewhere? (laughs) What Uh, did we see the other day? Detroit? Didn't we see that in one of these commercials or something? There's pizza from everywhere. You got like Detroit, New Haven. Las Vegas Chris swears by the old Detroit pizza. Bill Krakenberger loves the New Haven pizza. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got their. uh, Everybody's got their little little city. Pizza city. Don't get it. I wonder if there's Cincinnati it. pizza. Maybe, York, maybe Mr. York, Dr. Eric Eager knows. New York, New York. Still the cream of the crop, as far as I'm concerned. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a doctor. It's Dr. Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. He, of course, is a co-host of the PFF Forecast. You can follow him on Twitter at PFF underscore Eric. Here he is in the flesh. Eric Eager, how you doing, man? I, I got to say, there is not a Cincinnati pizza that's... Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, a damn. Mm. Um, there isn't a chili in Cincinnati that's worth a damn either. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that a controversial right. take? A, a little bit on the chili? I, I would say, like, natives of here would find that controversial. Yeah. I think humans of any other origin would not. I see. Where do you stand on the, thi- the thick thick pizza or the thin pizza? Where do you where do you stand on this? I, it depends on the day. Like, yeah. I, I, like the, I like thin crust pizza better myself, but... That being said, like a good deep dish is pretty good. Like, like yeah, I don't think you can go wrong. I, I do agree with Gil. I think the best pizza I've had is in New York City. Yeah. Um, but but you know, not not to cast dispersions on on Chicago or uh, other places. But I, I think New York's probably the best. And not to get too Seinfeldian on you, but chili. What is what has ever done for anybody? Chili. Not really a go-to. For uh, actual chilies, I've come to actually really like it. Like if I go to a restaurant here, I'll order chili and I'll make. I'll look to the guy and be like, "Is it real chili or is it the bull crap that you guys?" Oh <laughs> wow! And and like the the real ones know what I mean. Chili snob, Doctor Eric Eager. The skyline chili, right? Isn't that isn't that what they have out in Cincinnati? Hmm. Yeah, it, it's like this Greek like spaghetti that they call chili, and it's oh, it's geez. horrible. <laughs> and, and, and they swear by. It. I mean, like Chris Collinsworth's kids eat it, and they could eat anything, and they <laughs> have that stuff. So, like, I know it's like it's a religion here for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I I I'm an atheist with respect to Skyline. Chili. <laughs> wow, this took a turn. All right, uh, let me ask you a question. Um, just beyond the betting, are you convinced? That are, are you taking Tom Brady at his word? He just is like, I wanted to retire. I thought about it. I lived, you know, for for uh, forty days in retirement. I need to be on the field. Or do you believe that it was all sort of in his head? Like, okay, I'm going to retire. I'm going to sort of kindly force a trade here somewhere. And then when he figured out they weren't doing it for him, Arians, Glazer, and the entire Buccaneers brass, then it was like, okay, I'm coming back. I'll play for you guys. What the hell? I think I'm 50 50 on it. I, I do think, you know, I, back when, when Brett Favre retired, it was one of those where green Bay sort of went up to him and said, Hey man, make a decision. He made a decision. He went back on it. He came back and the, the team had already moved on. Um, and, you know, sort of, he wanted to play for Minnesota and they're like, no, you're playing for the jets. And then, you know, and, then, and that whole thing happened. I, I think there was probably a little bit of both. I think Brady probably, 
you know, my thing was, is when he was in New England, there was a 16 game schedule and two teams every year got a buy. So he was basically playing 16 regular season games and two playoff games every year to make the Super Bowl. He sort of looks at it now and says, except for in the rarest cases, you're playing 17 regular season games and three playoff games. That's two more games a year to go to the Super Bowl. And I think he might have looked at that and been like, oh, man, this is exhausting. You know, like we got to put, you know, think about all the injuries like they would have had a buy if they if it was a normal situation. And instead, they go and play the Eagles at home and they lose Tristan Wirfs and other guys. Like, I think he looked at those numbers and thought, man, my chances of winning the Super Bowl aren't that big. And then he looks at what happened to the NFC and he says, oh, my chance to win the Super Bowl actually pretty big. And and I think like during that time, he might have asked for a trade and he might have wanted out. And the Bucks were saying, no, man, like this is you're under contract with us. You can play with us or play and not or not at all. So I think it's a little bit of both. I, I certainly think that there was some fatigue there for sure. Um, and then there was a little bit of possibly wanting to play elsewhere. But ultimately, I think he converged on what is like go, going back to Tampa Bay. Uh, and, and I think, you know, having a fairly good chance of winning it all again. Eric, we've got a, a division from hell in the AFC West. That being said, you see the Chargers super active today on the defensive side of the ball, which, as we know, we're not really worried about the offensive side all that much, but certainly the defense was what was holding them back last year. I understand, obviously, Russell Wilson comes in with the Broncos, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and then, you know, the Raiders are still at least going to be competitive. Are the, are the Chargers with all of these defensive moves? And it looks like from what people are saying, they're not done yet. I mean, does this does this really elevate kind of your your thought on this team? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, you know, Chargers teams of the past are not like this Chargers team, right? This Chargers team, you know, started with a quarterback on a rookie deal. You know, they built the offense first, like Lindsley, uh, Slater, Bakhtiari, uh, Eckler's deal, uh, not Bakhtiari, sorry, uh, Balaga, um, Eckler's deal, Mike Williams deal, Keenan Allen's deal, Jared Cook. You know, then th they, they find out definitively that Justin Herbert's the guy. Then they start scaffolding in defense and they do it at a time where, you know, you look in the chiefs have made one signing. It's to a fullback th today. You know, uh, you look at uh, Denver and they, they acquire Russell Wilson, but you know, they're not necessarily all that open to cap space and maneuvers anymore. Like, I think they're hitting at the right time. You know, that being and, and they and I think their head coach, you know, has a clue. So I, I do I like them at plus four hundred. I like them at three fifty. I haven't actually looked exactly what the number is right now uh to win that division. Um the Chiefs are still gonna be good. The Chiefs still have high end talent and important positions, but they could be losing Tyron Matthew. They they have to restructure Frank Clark just to sort of get under the cap. Um, offensive line, they have to franchise tag Orlando Brown, which isn't great. Um, you know, so I think they identified this is going to be the moment in the Chiefs sort of, you know, Patrick Mahomes era where they're going to be the most vulnerable. And luckily for them, they're hitting on their rookie quarterback deal right at the right time. Now, you know, usually the teams that spend in free agency, they don't do all that well long term. So they're going to have to buck that trend. Uh, but I think for now, uh, you know, they're a team that, that I'm absolutely as a Chiefs fan worried about in the AFC West. Eric, if I take uh, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos off the table and obvious things like Aaron Rodgers re-signing with the Packers, what do you believe from that, that actually moves the betting needle is the single most potentially impactful free agent signing of them all? You cannot answer Zay Jones at three years, $30 million for the Jets. Oh, my gosh. Or Christian Kirk. I mean, if anything, that made their, their odds go down. 
Uh, other than quarterbacks, it's hard. I mean, you know, I, and I think you guys can appreciate this, you know, betting the, the NFL week to week, but it's got to be a collection of players, right? Um, and, and so for me, um, you know, I do think it's Mac and uh, JC Jackson. Like that's a combination of players. That I think is more than the sum of the individual parts. I also think the the two modest moves that Cincinnati made on the offensive line, I, I think will help them. You know, they opened as favorites in the NF a AFC North, uh, but a lot of money came in on the Ravens to push the Ravens basically even with them in the, in the markets. I think the Bengals reclaimed a little bit of that today. Um, but yeah, it's not going to be any one non quarterback. I mean, that's the, that's like the way it goes. It's got to be a collection of players at weak link positions like this, you know, pass defense uh, or offensive line. Eric Trubisky to the Steelers. I mean, this was the guy that I, if you listen to everyone that, that went to the combine saying that he, they were getting more talk about Trubisky than there were the actual quarterbacks that were working out and everything like that. Do you, from what you saw, I mean, over, over the course of him being in the league and I understand he sits for a year and he learns. And, and if you listen to what he says, you listen to what everyone says, he's a better player now for having sat and all that. Is he a guy that you think can actually step in and, you know, replace the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger and maybe even be better than him? Well, I, I think he'll actually be better than Big Ben. I, you know, I think Big Ben at the end of games was was fine, but like for from quarters one to three, he was the worst quarterback in football. I think last year, um, you know, not named you know Zach Wilson or one of the young guys that was sort of emerging. Um, so yeah, I think Trubisky can be better. The question is, is can the Steelers be better? Right? Like you have another year. Cam Hayward gets a little bit older. Um, you know, the secondary. You know, they're probably going to lose. You know, some players there or. Uh, guys are going to get older. They haven't, you know, Devin Bush has not been the linebacker. They want him to be the offensive line. Uh, I think emerged a little bit last year, but they're probably going to lose Juju Smith Schuster. Um, you know, I just think the rest of the team is probably not going to be as great and they're not going to get the benefit uh, that they had a season ago, which was Cleveland and, and Baltimore sort of through injuries, really, you know, sort of tanking uh, and not giving themselves a chance to win. So I think the, the Steelers might actually be better on offense this year. I also think there's a chance that they draft Malik Willis as well uh, to supplement, but I don't think they're going to be better record-wise. Eric, we appreciate it. Thanks for the uh, passionate chili reviews while you were here as well, man. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Take, take care. Dr. Eric Geiger from Pro Football Focus again at PFF underscore Eric, the co-host of the PFF Forecast. Coming back, some NBA tips late right here on Primetime Action. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Look at that. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. Download the KFC app. You can order it on that. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. Monday night primetime action. Tomorrow night, first four in games. Looking forward to that from Dayton, Ohio uh, to uh, start the cut down from 68 to 64. Looking forward to that. And, of course, uh, NFL free agency, MLB free agency in full swing. By the way, Denver up on Philly with Embiid and Jokic talking to each other. Bones Highland just shot, what would you say, that was from 37 feet or something, Kelly? Yeah, I think that's a dead on 37-foot three-pointer. Give or take three feet. Which is uh, which put Denver up 197 together, up 103-99, left Philly with the ball. And Embiid taking a nice little bank shot to uh, cut the lead to two. <laughs> Man, he's good. These he two is, are good. He is pretty, pretty good. The two MVP candidates. What a pass by Jokic right there as well. Um, Any college basketball bets for you guys yet in the in the accounts? No, nothing in the accounts yet. But I'm telling you right now, I think I'm going to bet Providence because I, I just and I get it. The South Dakota State love, right? Perfect giant killer resume as a 13 seed with the three pointers. Providence super lucky all year. Number one lucky team according to Ken Palm. But two points, I'm a lay. I think I'll lay that. Yeah, and I will. Uh, I'll tell you, Gil. I feel like I've heard more people bring up that game yes. and that South Dakota State side than any other game and any other side that I've heard mm-hmm. talked about. And that certainly doesn't dissuade me. Right? Yeah, makes you, that makes you I might be it. right there with you at the end. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. It, here's the thing: there's nothing as enjoyable here in Vegas as March Madness either. Super Bowl is one thing, but the four days of the first weekend of March Madness. By the way, the weather is cooperating, too. It is spectac- going to be spectacular weather this week. So if you're coming in with your boys, it's beautiful pool weather, yeah. it's going to be tremendous. Just But here's the thing. Pro tip. Get the apps. If you're coming into yeah. town, do not even think for a second you are going to just roll up to a you know the, the ticket window, whether before games in the morning or... Whether at half times where you think, oh, I'm the only one that's going to bet this second half. Nope, there's 20 dudes behind you that are ready to do it. Yeah, so, when, you're, when you're out yeah. at night, you know, going around different spots on the strip, just make a quick stop at the, at the sports book. 100%. Download the app, and then you're good for the whole next day. Yep. 
And then when you frantically try to put in your bets on the app, just remember sometimes you got to turn off the Wi-Fi. Yeah, you, you might have to toggle Wi-Fi on and then off and on and then off and then, and then dance thing. around and spin around three times. Right. It'll save you, you yeah. know. It'll still save you time. It'll still save you time. Kelly, should we update the scores? Yeah, let's do that. Over in the NBA, we got, let's see, four games in progress right now. Coming down to the wire uh, here in this uh, big one in Philly. It is 107-103 Nuggets right now. Nuggets... Uh, three and a half minutes remaining in this game. Nuggets live, one and a half and 228 and a half. Uh, elsewhere, Hawks with a four point lead over the Blazers, 111 to 107. Two minutes remain in that game. Hawks, three and a half point live favorite, 232 and a half live total if you wanted to get in and on it late. Hornets all over the Thunder, 105 to 91, 11.30 remaining in that game. Hornets, 14 and a half and 250 and a half. Timberwolves. And Spurs, 75-73 at the half? Man, that's a lot of scoring. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> Timberwolves, uh, three I was, and a half. I was going to, that was actually Dude. how I was going to lead this segment off and say, like, guys, the Spurs scored 73 points in the first half. And they're down two points. <laughs> I was true. wondering if I had the if I had the clock wrong, but no, I uh, I have double checked that. That is halftime, and that is the score. That is uh, incredible. A forty point first quarter by Minnesota, forty one for San Antonio in the second. Uh, live numbers there: Timberwolves three and a half and two sixty six and a half. So basically the same pregame spread. The total slightly different. You know, just slightly, just about you know thirty points or something like that. So uh, over on the ice. We got that one game, I believe, still going. Yep, third period. Coyotes four, Senators three, seven and a half minutes left. Coyotes minus 475. Senators plus 320, eight and a half, your live total. Games coming up at the top of the hour, Kelly. Wizards, Ooh, Warriors, bunch, Bulls, yeah. Kings, Bucks, Jazz, and then a little later, the Raptors and the Lakers. Yeah, Wizards will head to the Warriors. Warriors laying three and, uh, three and a half, 11 and a half. Try that. 227. Uh, man, t- totals you can find anywhere between 226.5 and 227.5, looks like. You will have, uh, on the Warriors' side, Draymond Green will be back for them tonight. Uh, he will be coming off the bench, though. Will not be starting yet for this team. Steve Kerr said it will probably be a couple games before he gets back into the starting lineup. But he will make his return for the Warriors tonight. Uh, Porzingis a go tonight. I actually thought he was going to be out. Uh, so he is a go and starting for the Wizards uh, tonight, along their alongside their normal group of guys, laying uh, catching eleven and a half in San Francisco. The Bulls laying four and a half on the road in Sacramento tonight. Two thirty six and a half to two thirty seven is where you're going to find the total. Zach Levine will go tonight. Demontis Sabonis will go tonight for the Kings. Um, no other major injuries. Yeah, Justin Holiday out uh, as well for Sacramento there. Uh, Bulls lane four and a half. That's a that's a lean to the Bulls for me, but no no play there. I did end up betting the Bucks tonight. They are in Utah. Uh, Bucks go to Utah. They are Jazz are laying two to two and a half total this game. Two thirty two to two thirty two and a half. You'll find that at uh, Rudy Gobert will go tonight. He was I mean questionable, but. He was looking probable pretty much the whole day. He will go no boy on Bogdanovich for the Jazz tonight, so a little bit of reshuffling for their starting lineup. Uh, and Brooke Lopez will return tonight for the Milwaukee Bucks. George Hill is also a go tonight for the Bucks. So hoping that Brooke Lopez can su- supply a little bit of added pressure to uh, uh, 
down low for the Bucks tonight in that game. And then you've got the Raptors at the Lakers. That'll be a 10-40 tip-off Eastern time um, in that game. LeBron James still listed as questionable. Mm. I don't know what that uh, – Matt, I don't know if you've seen an update on that, but I, I still am seeing questionable for him. Dwight Howard will be out. Taylor Horton Tucker and Malik Monk will go. They were listed as questionable earlier today. Fred Van Vliet will go for the Raptors. He was listed as questionable earlier today. I, it would be Raptors or pass for me here, but this number's on the run. It is five and a half, six now. It was four, four and a half when we started the show. Moving on that Van Vliet news. Is it good if you when you score 50 or 56 points that the next day you're either out or you're questionable? Doesn't seem like a good trade-off. Yeah. By the way, the uh, MVP tracker, Jokic versus Embiid in the uh, Sixers-Nuggets game, which finds the Nuggets up four at this point, 107-103. Jokic, 19-11-8 with uh, two blocks and two steals. Embiid, 33-8-4 with one steal and one block. So both kind of, uh, what do the kids say? Showing out as Jokic just bricks a three. Yeah, LeBron still listed as questionable you know, again, second night of a back-to-back, so oh, just something oh. to think about. And B yeah, just got absolutely. Yeah, he did. He's down. Smack. He went up. Did he get hit on the head? No, uh, he's grabbing a back. He's grabbing That's his not back. Cool. Uh-oh. He went up. He got rejected, but in the process, he got taken to the ground, and he is slow to get up, and Doc Rivers slow to get to him. It's my play-by-play. I don't know how many times you've seen a head coach walk out of the court to see it, it, yeah. to check on an injured player, but I've never seen one move that slow to check on an injured it, player. And beads, and beads up, he's shaking it off. It's just funny the. Oh, he wasn't ju- going to check on a beat. He was going to talk to the ref. It's That's just all. funny, like the 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 toughness level power ranking of sports. Yes, like you've got MMA guys who are in a cage with other guys kicking them in the face yes. for five minutes straight, yes. and then they just walk over into the corner like no big deal. <laughs> NFL guys have guys running Ooh. as fast as a truck and hitting them and yeah. whatever. So NBA guys fall on the ground. Like anytime they fall, it's always like, oh god, Ooh. oh, and it's just like. Come on, man. You fell. I mean, yeah, everyone but they falls. jump high. Everyone yeah. falls. I mean, come on. The thing is, he he almost on the I, I was more worried about his leg there yeah. than anything. He's, he's fine. He's you okay. gotta ham it up, you know. Ooh, he see when fell. he landed Look, when he his, landed, it, it could have been Buhonkis. He's fine. Buhonkis. And I know him being ain't exactly a high flyer, but that's like me getting on a step stool and just like jumping lay laying myself out onto the ground. Like that would hurt. That would hurt, man. I mean, every NFL running back ever that jumps from the two-yard line and lands, and that's what they do. Yeah, but it's grass. Okay. Right. <laughs> Kelly's got a response for everything. Because they never do that in, in they yeah. never do that in Green Bay. They, that never happens. So yes, they they never land on frozen ground that's harder than any wood flooring in the. I'm not saying it's not comfortable, man. Yeah. I, actually, the one that blows me away more in the NFL is when they land like right on the ball, and somehow that never seems to affect them at all. Like right yeah. in the ribs. I feel like that would hurt more. It's just all I'm saying. It's just, it's funny. Refs reviewed it to see if it was a flagrant. Yeah, flagrant. He did go up high on him. They might get it. You think so? That's a basketball play, though. I mean, I I need to see a replay again. Did he actually make contact with his head? The the beginning of it looks like it could be called a flagrant. I didn't see what actually ended up happening, though. Uh, We, we of course, don't have the benefit of audio, so we have no idea what's happening. But it's 107 103, Denver 313 left. This one going to be a uh, fantastic finish. Cavs outscore the Clippers 14 to 5 in overtime to win that one 120 to 111. Mobley Oof. goes for 30. 
What was the what was the preflop number? Seven. Glad oh, I didn't take serious? the seven. I almost did too. Oh, it's brutal if you had the Clippers. Brutal. That's why you look at player props in games like that. Oh, it's brutal. We've done all we could do. The nightcap is next for Circa. Tim Murray, Sean King, enjoy from Vison, the Sports Betting Network.